What if there was a different way to enjoy food and engage in life? Beyond the barrage of nutrition hype, the shoulds, and the judgment, beyond the constant striving to be thinner, fitter, someone other than who you really are, what if there was a way to eat that is mindful, non-judgmental, joyful, empowering, a way that leads to feeling better, having more energy, and living your best life? You're listening to VegHead Speaks with me, your host, Robin Wong. Join me as we explore plant-based eating for people who want to eat well and live well. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to VegHead Speaks. I uh, hope you're having a great day. This is episode 40, and this is Robin Wong. And oh, I'm so glad you're joining me. Um, you know, today I want to talk about uh, sustainability and the plant-based diet. And I don't talk much about environmental issues because I'm just not well versed in them. And I feel confident um, that the plant-based lifestyle um, is doing, it's by eating that way, doing my part in um, sustainability. Uh, but recently, uh, I had a conversation with um, a friend who, uh, and my sister as well, is really into avoiding plastic. And so I've been trying to make a, a more concerted effort to do the same. And just because I was like, okay, that makes sense. It's just added trash and who needs all that? And, you know, and certainly on college campuses, when I was in grad school, you, everyone is very aware of straws and uh, you know, carrying their own water bottle, refillable water bottles, all that. But I have to tell you, I really like um, bubbly water. So I've been trying to figure out a way to not have to, I buy it in the big, I buy club soda in the big containers, you know, but they come in plastic. So I'm trying to get myself off the bubbly water. I, I, you know, so my friend was telling me that you can buy a CO2 cart or, you know, buy the, the small cartridges, I guess, or you can also buy larger ones and make your own bubbly water. So kind of look at that because I want to avoid the plastic. But then I think, oh, you have this whole big metal thing though that you have to recycle now. So I think the better option is just to wean myself off of carbonated water. But, you know, I think it's interesting that um, I do know some people that are just adamant about plastic and kind of call you out if you have anything plastic like dental floss containers or uh, whatever it might be, or you happen to have a straw, you know, yet they eat meat. Okay. And they eat dairy products. And, you know, I don't say much, but I, I do look at this like, you know, um, yes, avoiding plastic is, a, is an admirable thing. And I think it's necessary, but what about the sustainability of your diet? And so I, you know, I, so I just kind of want to throw that out there for you to think about with this lifestyle, you know, uh, becoming plant-based, um, having adopting that lifestyle for myself, you know, it was done out of um, health concerns. My husband was diagnosed with diabetes, type 2 diabetes, and we just really believed the science around um, the root cause of diabetes and and how the plant-based diet can help that. And it certainly has, it certainly has um helped my husband's diabetes and he's stayed off medis medications and all that. But anyway, um, 
but I've always said that, you know, while we're doing it for health reasons, we certainly love animals. Okay. So that, that wasn't a, um, an issue so that, but that wasn't my motivating factor to get started. And then second, you know, or thirdly um, is the fact that it's, it's a sustainable um, and more of a gentle, uh, you know, a way of eating for mother earth, for our earth. Okay. And I have four children and I think about what sort of earth they're going in, going to inherit. And so, you know, that really made all those things combined really made staying um, plant-based very simple. Uh, it was not hard at all just for the first reason from the, the health perspective, but it just, I kind of call it the added bonus of, you know, having it be sustainable and also being kind to animals as well. So with that said, you know, I just really think about these people that are looking at these, um, you know, like I said, plastics and driving electric cars. I think they're all wonderful things. Don't get me wrong, but yet they don't look at their diet as well. That's just the point I'm trying to make. So, um, you know, if that's you, I, I'm not really calling you out. I'm just, I, I'm just curious about it that, you know, the diet seems, um, really kind of like a twofer, right? Because you get good health eating plant-based and you, 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 it's very sustainable. So to me, it's like, wow, just get more bang for your buck. I like that efficiency. But, um, you know, I think it was interesting with the, uh, the 2020, uh, 2015 to 2020, uh, dietary guidelines, uh, there was a big plant-based push, uh, to get some, um, guidelines added to the dietary guidelines about eating more plant-based foods and less uh, saturated fat. And so, you know, if you look over, you know, as they're researching on, they're doing the next step now. And so there's times you can comment and a lot of the plant-based gurus did that trying to, you know, get this diet, you know, get the healthier diet put out there. Um, and so it was interesting because you know, there's these scientific advisories committees that take place before, you know, that go into developing these guidelines. And so um, there was a scientific advisory committee that um, included in its one of its chapters, um, for the first time ever, actually, it included, you know, both uh, food safety and sustainability. Okay, those topics, which was the first time which I think are really, it was really admirable, right? Um, and, you know, in that chapter, it concluded that the diet pattern, um, you know, that, that is higher in plant-based foods, okay? So eating a plant-based lifestyle or even eating more plant-based foods than the average uh, or standard American diet, um, you know, plant-based foods up like fruits, vegetables, legumes, uh, nuts, seeds, um, and eating a diet lower in animal-based of foods not only was more health promoting, but it was also associated with lesser um, environmental impact than the current average U.S. diet. Okay, so that was like big news because that had finally been this committee actually saying this. And so there was a lot of hope that that was going to make it into the dietary guidelines. I mean, what great information for Americans to have about when they're choosing their foods, they could be choosing sustainable foods and what those are. Um, unfortunately, that info was missing uh, when the dietary guidelines were when they're finally published by the um, U.S. Department of Agriculture. There was no mention of that. Okay, so it it got censored out basically, or or left out for whatever reason. And 
you know, the national guidelines don't reflect um, this evidence on healthy eating, nor does it include, you know, um, it really has no um, limits for animal source foods at all. Okay. They don't tell you you should be limiting animal, animal products really. Um, and so, you know, particularly meat and dairy. And so you kind of wonder, okay, who has two of the biggest lobbies in the food industry, the meat and the dairy, right? So, uh, and this is really frustrating because there's so much evidence suggesting that, you know, from for a health perspective and a sustainability perspective for the, you know, the earth, that eating a plant-based diet is so much better, okay? But there's no mention of it in these guidelines. So that's pretty frustrating. Um, so we know that replacing animal source foods, plant-based ones, would not only improve nutrition, we know that, okay, and help people live longer, but, you know, they found that it could actually reduce greenhouse um, gas emissions up to 84%. That's so significant, right? You think about what uh, driving an electric car does, and I don't even know, but if you could do both those things, how great would that be, right? So, um, and it was, it's thought that the there's, I'll put the link in the show notes. There's actually certain foods that are, you know, more um, green ga greenhouse gas emission um, efficient than others. But the, it's thought that in the U.S., substituting beans for beef nationally could actually, um, you know, lessen it up to 75%, okay, of the 2020 greenhouse gas reduction. Okay, target, I guess. So that was kind of a number I, I was like, wow, it was believed that 75% of it could be less. Um, and, and that's, you know, that's like sparing an area of 1.5 times the size of California. Okay, with, um, and there'd be no loss of protein content because beans are very high in protein. Okay, so, or calories for that matter. So anyway, I kind of, butchered that that statistic but really the, the the idea is eating beans versus beef is more sustainable and better for your health okay and um so so some other numbers that were thrown out is a kilogram of beans like kidney beans requires 18 times less land 10 times less water and nine times less fuel and 12 times less fertilizer and um, and 10 times less pesticide in comparison to producing one kilogram of protein from beef. Okay, so protein to protein, when you think about what it takes to produce it to get to your plate, it's saying beans are way better. Okay, not surprising. And they're better for your health. Okay, they're better for your health. So just keep that in mind. So in California, um, the more animal products required uh, to produce more animal products required so much more water, all right? Like 10,000 liters of extra water and energy and fertilizer and pesticides per week um, in comparison to a diet that doesn't have animal products, okay? And in California, water's a big deal. We're in a drought right now. I, I live in California. And so um, it's, it's a big deal. And there's, for people that grow um, crops, there is... Uh, a lot of rumblings right now about um, water rationing and water restriction and uh, water rights being revoked. And so, you know, 
for like us, we already have our crop in. And so you're just like, okay, I've invested all this money already into growing this crop. And there's a little bit of worry of if that happens, are we going to lose our crop? Because we won't be able to bring it to harvest because if they cut off the water, because our prime growing seasons right now throughout the summer, right? So um, it's, it's a big deal. And you think about the orchards and stuff that require water, like almond or, you know, California is one of the biggest or the biggest almond producing um, place. And, you know, it takes years for those trees to start producing. And so if they don't, aren't able to water them, they, it, it's a big loss. It really is. So anyway, so water is a big deal. And, um, you know, uh, I just think that if we can save water by our food choices, what a great thing. Okay, what a great thing. So I was curious, though. Um, let's see. So with, oh, in, in Europe, they found that having the consumption of meat, dairy, and eggs uh, would um, achieve a 40% reduction in nitrogen emissions, okay? And, um, and you would have 23% cap per capita less use of cropland for food production. So um, it takes a lot of land and a lot of resources to grow meat, beef, and dairy. It really does, and compared to growing vegetables. So that's just that's the point of that. And what people forget is that, you know, if you're reducing your consumption, even, even partially, you're helping your health. Okay, you're lessening your risk of cardiovascular disease, you're, you know, and the diabetes and all those things. So just keep that in mind. Okay. Um, so I really was curious about the plastic issue too. Okay. And I'm kind of shifting gears a little away from um, the sustainability of a plant-based diet because I, I just don't know much about it. And so I found a resource um, that I, I'll put in the um, show notes and it was all about the microplastics and the contamination um, in seafood from them and, and the ocean and how that works. And so um, I didn't, like I said, I didn't really understand um, what happens. And this is it's very limited knowledge here. Okay. So, uh, but I'd encourage you to look it up and read more about it because um, apparently these microplastics, um, kind of, there's these little beads that are in like facial products and, shower gel and toothpaste and you know i guess like you know billions of them get into the into the ocean because they go down our drains which into into the ocean right and you know they get in and they get into the the water and these these like little microscopic beads and they um they're and they bring with it any sort of chemicals that come with them, right? And so then they also absorb chemicals, but then they kind of settle down into the sediment and then, you know, the, the um, marine organisms that kind of concentrate in them and it goes up the food chain, just like any sort of pesticides, right? You think about, you know, the smaller animals maybe absorb it and the bigger animals eat that one and the bigger, and so it works its way up the food chain. So what they're looking at now is if those, you know, what's the impact of those microplastics, those microbeads working its way up the food chain and then ending up on your plate, basically, right? Because if you're eating fish, you know, they're, so they're starting to measure that. And they have seen, um, you know, that more studies need to be done, but they have seen that there are um, some, there is some contamination of plastic. Uh, when they've done some um, research in that, so in humans from consumption, you know, consuming fish, they think so. Uh, 
so yeah, check that out. I would just really encourage you to read more about that. If that's something, if you, you know, eat fish, um, you know, and uh, you know, you always hear, Oh, eat wild caught salmon or, or whatever rather versus farm salmon. And I get that because, you know, I think the farm salmon is very different than the wild caught. I mean, I remember eating wild salmon and the farm salmon always tasted very different to me. Uh, but I would even question even eating it now because, you know, for that reason, or just, Oh, is it, what sort of chemicals is in it from the ocean? Because, you know, I mean, I know when I was pregnant, you know, you could only eat so many, you know, so much fish because of the mer mercury. And that was, you know, my oldest kids over 30. So that was 30 years ago. What must it be like now? You know, what's happened with the pollution and that sort of thing. So, you know, plastics and so the, what is thought is that plastics in the oceans are ingested by the fish and they eat fish, you know, um, and then we eat the fish and it's absorbed in our blood bloodstreams. And the, um, they also did some research on the chemicals in the um, BPA that's in the cans. So they thought canned fish maybe had more because it was canned with that liner. But what they actually found is that um, when they compared just regular fish, they found the BPA in the regular fish too. And so does that mean it gets into our bloodstreams? There's more research being done on it. So, so I'll leave these links for you. I just, like I said, I just, I, I'm not trying to be an authority on this because I am not, I am really just wanting to get you to think about it. And, um, and if you are adopting a plant-based lifestyle, kudos. I mean, well done because, you know, that's way better for your health. And that's really my focus. That's what I, you know, um, know more about because I work with people that have chronic disease and I see their improvement when they adopt a plant-based lifestyle. I see that with my clients, um, you know, uh, and so I see reduction in their cholesterol levels. I see reduction in their type 2 diabetes. I see weight loss, um, you know, fatty liver improves, uh, all those, all those things that are truly, um, related to eating saturated fat and the standard American diet, um, improve when you start eating more fruits and vegetables and legumes and nuts and seeds. Right. So, um, I just, you know, I, so that's my forte, but this whole sustainability and environmental health and, you know, it's just an added bonus. And I really want to learn more about it and know more about it. And, and just, like I said, introduce this topic to you that if that's something you think about, um, you know, there's research happening now about, you know, some of these plastics and some of the, the, you know, water's always been sort of forefront because especially here in California, because we're always, you know, drought, no drought, you know, drought, no drought, you know, it's always kind of ongoing, but you know, it's been well documented about what it takes to grow beef and, and the, the um, devastation of the um, uh, rainforest to grow beef, all that. That's been well publicized, but now it's starting to happen with the plastics in the ocean. I think you're going to start seeing more and more about that. And so I um, just wanted to bring it up, let you guys know about it and uh, encourage you to read more about it. There's a new movie out. I haven't seen it yet called Seaspiracy. And I, I don't know if I'll see it or not. Um, I've seen some negative, um, you know, saying things were taken out of context and I don't know. I just haven't seen it yet. I, I'll probably watch it actually. Cause I'm curious to see. Um, uh, but anyway, it's, it's all about the health of the oceans. So, so it might be a good resource for you as well. 
And um, I'll put the links that I know about down below. And you can go to nutritionfacts.org, Dr. Gregor. um, He has some great um, stuff there that um, I kind of resourced for this. And yeah, I hope it helps. Okay. Um, I always want you to be thinking and striving and trying to, you know, do what's best for you and what works with your lifestyle. And if um, eating a few plant-based meals, a, you know, a week works, that's great. That's a great start. And I'm glad you're doing that. Thank you. I hope your health is improving because of that. And just think you're helping the environment too. So have a great day. Keep choosing plants and I'll talk to you soon. Thank you.